relationships um, are the key. And I believe that every person that you meet, um, it's important to build a relationship with them because you just do not know, and certainly not don't don't um, burn any bridges because you never know where they'll come into your life mm. in the future. Oh, and that has seriously, I've uh, there are a number of really good key clients that we've got here at Fuller now that have come about through relationships that I started ten years ago. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect and also to build business relationships that drive sales. In Australia, the word sales can sometimes have a negative connotation and yet it's the foundation of building business and the process by which our customers can access products and services that they need or want. And my guest this week, Paul Kitching, has mastered the skill of delivering positive sales experience. An expert at selling, PK learned his craft in the 1980s via excellent customer service and sales training at retailer Country Road. PK then went on to have a distinguished career in media sales. He is now the business development manager at Fuller, and PK refers back to his country road training to this very day. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we chat about the importance of relationships and storytelling in sales, and PK reveals his top tips for supercharging your business networking. This is Paul's version of Be The Drop. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me, PK, on the next episode of Be The Drop. Thanks, Amelia. Great to be here. It's very exciting and we're here in the fuller heart. This is the, the comms, what do we call this, uh, we, the well, strategy this is, room? We, this is our white room. When, when I need to book it online for a meeting, it's the white room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is our strategy room, yeah. Um, we were a publishing house for many years as well as being in, um, when we first started. We started in PR, we've evolved over the years now to become a full service marketing um, brand communication agency. And um, But for many years we were a publishing house and this was actually where um, magazines like WBM, um, Brossel Living, Adelaide Hills Mag, Parade, uh, Etc. were all created. Right, um, yeah. We sold that business off uh, a few years ago now to uh, New Style, um, and uh, we've kept this space, um, yeah, for strategy, for meetings. It's great. Yeah. We love it. It yeah. is great. It's a lovely yeah, space. It is. Now, I know that you've brought along your item or items I of have. significance. Indeed. And that's going to explain, put a little bit of context about yeah. you and your communication journey and, and how that connects you to your community. Yeah, I suppose well, there were two things. When you asked yeah, me to bring something along, I suppose, as a bit of a memory, um, there were two things. One is the... Um, um, <laughs> the, 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 the no-name book, but it's actually my notes from, I used to work for Country Road, so Country Road um, Clothing. Um, we're talking the 80s, showing my age, um, but I worked there part-time and then full-time, went overseas, came back and worked there full-time. But the training from Country Road back then in the 80s, anyone who worked there will attest, um, it was just outstanding. And these are my notes, my handwritten notes from training. So it's attitude is the key. You know, the key to success is preparation. This compensates for a lack of talent. If you are better prepared, you are more able to to act and perform correctly, turn learning into action. These are like the. This wow. is what you learned to, to sell clothes, <laughs> to sell country road clothes. That but is it fantastic. was just. But and then it goes through everything like greeting and approach. Attitude is the key. Handling objections. 
uh, objections. Um, but I still, to this day, still refer back to this book. Um, it's like the gold handbook. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. it it's um, and I, but I've, I've used it throughout my life, I suppose, as a bit of a reference tool um, for different jobs that I've had. My my uh, my background, I suppose, I've always been in in media sales. I was at Rip It Up magazine for many years as a writer, then moved into sales there, and then. Um, uh, ended up managing the advertising team there, moved into another sales role with the Australian Traffic Network, um, all sales-based jobs, and, and where I'm now here at Fuller, I'm the business development manager, so se basically selling professional services um, yeah. for an, an agency. So. Yeah. One of the other things that, um, that I suppose that I live live by is, um, and it's a bit of a, you know, everyone says it, but carpe diem, you know, um, seize the day. It's been something that I've lived Pretty well all my life, but certainly since my sister died uh, 12 years ago now, um, and she was a fantastic motivator for me, as was my mum, and my mum sadly passed away as well, so I suppose I've had this, she died, what, four or five years ago now, and I've had um, this attitude to just seize the day and live for every day, and, and one of the items that you mentioned oh, to bring yes, along we've got is a, second little, one. a little note that I bring <laughs> in, my, in, in, my, in my wallet every day, and my mum gave this to me. Um, Gosh, I was going to a school reunion, I think it was. And as, as positive and confident yeah. as I am, um, we all have times when you feel a little bit down and you're not really sure. Yeah. So this was a handwritten note that my mum gave me. Dear P, um, enjoy today. Hold your head up. You are just as good as them. Love, mum. Uh, I've certainly evolved um, over the years and realised that uh, relationships um, are the key. And, that, and that's, you know, and it's something that we learned, you know, um, uh, when, when I was a country road, it was building the relationship with the regular customer um, and just making, you know, seeing them and getting to know them quite well. And, and as it is in, in any sales role, um, and certainly with a business development role, yeah, you're developing uh, the relationship. And so it's, you're developing a business a relationship with them, but it's, um, it's building the trust. And, and that's what I've found certainly with this role. And I believe that every person that you meet um, it's important to build a relationship with them because you just do not know, and certainly not don't don't um, burn any bridges because you never know where they'll come into your mm. life in the future. Oh, absolutely. And that has seriously, I've uh, there are a number of really good key clients that we've got here at Fuller now that have come about through relationships that I started ten years ago. What do you think is key in nurturing a strong business relationship? Um, I think you've got to be transparent from the outset. You can't um, bullshit. <laughs> you just got to just got to um, Put all your cards on the table and show them that you're in, well. Clearly, you're interested in in in, in what they have to say and, and their business. But listen, um, definitely listen is, um, to everything. And then, don't want to give away my secret here, but um, one of the biggest <laughs> mistakes I think that people think that ah, oh, it's a waste of time. I'm not going to go to that event. It's got nothing to do with my industry. It's got nothing to do with anything. There's no clients there. There's no mate. You just have no idea until you actually go along and start chatting to people yeah. and finding out more about what they do and mm. listening to what they do mm. and going, hang on a minute, there could be some opportunity there. Mm. And it's and it, it it comes back to trust again and not being too pushy. So when when you're building this trust and building relationships in a business context, how much does your personal story come into it? So if you're attending events and things sure. like that, what is your balance between talking fuller talk and, mm. and talking PK talk? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I suppose I try to at the end of the day obviously I want people to know what Fuller does and and how we work but then I think it's also telling the story as to how I got here mm. you know and the fact that yes I was in media sales I already knew what sales reps you know what their motivation was and so now I suppose when I'm chatting to people I know not to be too pushy I know mm. just to have a general chat and just chat about stuff and obviously drop little 
nuggets of you know gold in there about you know what Fuller does and just even if they go, I oh, know we're fine, we're, we're, we've already got an agency, we're okay. It's like that's okay. I just want to plant the seed. I just want to let mm. you know about what we do because who knows tomorrow that agency relationship could fall over or they may be or we may um, you know open up a. a, a Total a new opportunity that they've never looked at. You know, we're mm. we're a Google partner now. We're one of a number handful of agencies here in Adelaide who are Google partners, and we've we found that there's a great new opportunity um, for many clients um, to use us for Google AdWord advertising. So there's there's always going to be an opportunity for me to find something to chat about. Mm. Um, it's just a matter of not being too. It took me a while to get that into my head. I remember when I first started here at Fuller, I was like, right, I'm going to get out there and get some sales, no worries at all. And Fuller's, um, Catherine and Peter, um, who's Peter Fuller started the business 25 years ago, um, they were like, it's all right, PK, you know, we, we, they've had a business development people here before, you know, done well, um, but with different approaches, I suppose. And they knew, they said, no, you've just got to plant that seed. It'll, you know, and it'll flourish at some point. Um, one client that we've put on, I suppose, in the last, I've been here two and a half years, and there's one of our recent clients, I think I remember meeting with them in the first week that I started and it took two years for them <laughs> to finally to go, okay, actually. And yeah. it wasn't that they were putting it off or anything like that. It was just that I'd kept in touch with them. They're on our database, pop in and see them every now and then, pick up the phone and say mm. hi, have a chat, you know, um, send them an email, uh, see them at, a, at an event. And again, you know, seeing people at an event and not assuming that you're never going to work with them. No, just it's when the alignment happens. Mm. I know that a number of people might find going to events, particularly by themselves, um, <laughs> intimidating. Sure. What, what's your advice around that? Um, I suppose the thing to do is to remember that if you are feeling nervous, uh, there's, a, there's, always, there's going to be someone else that, that feels the same way. But if your goal is to go there and to hopefully win business or to develop a relationship or build trust with people, then my, my um, suggestion would be to get there early. I'd like to get to events 10 minutes early, 15 minutes early. Say hi to the people. I often will know the people that are running the event get to know them well yeah. that's always gold as well because then if there's another event some of the events that i go to they invite you know 200 people other events there are only 20 people and the 20 people events are fantastic because that's when you really yeah. get to communicate and engage with someone and so you, you they're the events that you really want to go to um and so getting to know the people that run the events is good because you know they might have someone who drops out at the last minute and they pick up the phone okay. oh pk will come yeah exactly <laughs> and i go yeah sure i'll be there the other benefit of getting there early is to have a look at all the name tags have a look at and read them, and I stand there and just read them through. And that, yep, I know that person. Yep, that. And it's not saying great. I know that person. It's like, oh, good, that person's there. I know I can chat to that person about something. Oh, Hags. Yeah, I um, I love Hags. Or you know, I'll I'd, 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 I'll chat to that person. I'll try and track track down that person. Go, you know, we've all got a phone. Google. Go and Google and go. Okay, and and then don't let and don't let that person know that you've done a little bit of homework on them as well, because no. then you can go, <laughs> then you go and chat. So Amelia, um, tell me a little bit like, narrative marketing. Yeah, so. You've been around for how long is it? And you know in yourself how long you've been around for, but you want to get them talking. <laughs> so that's the other thing. If you're nervous, get um, get other people talking and ask ask them questions, kind of thing, and yeah. get them talking about their business because they want to. They know what they do. They they're confident yeah. about it, and you'll find that then the conversation will then just start flowing, kind of thing. And and exchange business cards clearly is another important thing. Make sure you exchange the card and say, look, you know, I'll follow it up. I'll add and then add them on LinkedIn. You know, don't be shy to add add someone on LinkedIn, and that, and it's often a great way to do it as well, rather than just just go and say add yep. when you add them. And these days LinkedIn pops up with, would you like to add a note, which I think is absolutely gold. Just say, it was yep. really good to meet you the other day. And um, just a little reminder, don't expect that, that they will remember you. But if you if there's a little anecdote that's something that, oh, how's the weekend in the brosser? Or yep. I hope it was really nice to meet you on Friday. 
Hope you had a great weekend in the Barossa. Let's chat, you know, let's let's keep in touch. Don't assume, you know, that they won't want to keep in touch. They probably will. You know, they, they're, they're probably building their network just as much as you are. Mm. And it's interesting. So then for you, is LinkedIn a, an extension of that? It's just good to find out more about what, you know, what people are doing clearly. I think it's so important these days to have an up-to-date LinkedIn profile because as we know, even for, for job seekers, you know, it's basically where people are going to go. They're going to go and stalk you. They're going to yeah. want to find out. Yeah. And so as far as the social platforms go, what what do you find is where you, you what you what are you using the most in your role? Yeah, in my role um, here at Fuller, um, if I'm meeting with a client here in this room, a, p- a potential client, I'll bring up their web page and I'll bring up and then I'll go and search all their as much social as I can, just so because we'll often refer to it anyway. So so I will see what they have and then find out from them. What, what channels they're using. And if it is a digital discussion, I'll bring in a digital marketing strategist. And if it's something that I, I know is gonna go digital, um, down the track of digital, I probably would have asked her to do a search on whether they're using AdWords or how they're um, utilizing Facebook or content, etc. I still think it's important to, we get the news, the, the advertising here every day, and a story popped up today about um, a, a client that we've got, but within their industries, and I yelled out to the account manager, oh, there's a story about such and such, it might be of interest to that client kind of thing. So. I think all forms of media are important. Mm. It's just a matter of, because they all complement each other. Yeah. Um, the hardest thing, obviously, as we know with Facebook, is there's so much to wade through. Yeah. Oh, my God, you know, in the newsfeed. And so uh, that's also, though, the... Um, that's why, as we know, um, from a content perspective, that's when you want to make sure that your content is engaging and meaningful so that someone like me and you who want yeah. to know more about a client is going to stop and read about it. Yeah. About well, and, and really <clears throat> what you've touched on there is the fact that there are so many different platforms and mm. why you personally might focus on LinkedIn and Facebook. You know, clients that you're dealing with and, you know, therefore content that you need to be across might mm. be on Instagram Absolutely. and Twitter or Google Plus or, you yeah. know, whatever. So... <sighs> How do you work with clients to help, you know, sort of deal with the overwhelm? Because realistically, and you know, as you said, the Facebook feeds are cluttered. There's mm. there's so much stuff going on. I feel like there's a saturation. There is. Yeah. Look, um, and it comes back to strategy for us. Um, mm. And uh, we have it on the board behind me, you know, behind me here. The, you know, we have strategy and with research yeah. um, leading into strategy is so important. And yeah. from that. Everything else should follow, and that's why we, you know, we, we do comm strategies, we do brand um, strategies, we do digital strategies, yep. so that when you do get to that point, it's like, oh, I've got this really good piece, or the comms manager, or someone, or the, even the CEO might say, really good story that I want. I think we should we should push um, next month um, uh, on our on, on our blog kind of thing. The marketing manager can go back and go, well, that's great, but here's here's the um, strategy that yeah. we did. The, we've tried once we've tried that, but here, and here it's, here's the data. That's the other beautiful thing, obviously, about digital as well that you can get the results and you can measure the results and evaluate it. But if if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't connect back to the original strategy, then it's probably not worth doing, and that will hopefully help drive yeah. where to. Distribute. Well, and that helps reduce the overwhelm. Yeah. Because there's clarity, and you don't need to get caught up on whether it should be this platform or that platform. Mm. You go, well, the strategy dictates. Yeah. That it's this. Do you think that, that there is a shift around, you know, more stories and less of, uh, less, I suppose, just straight advertising Absolutely. style of content? Yeah. I think it's, um, I think if someone came to me today and said, we've got this massive chunk of money that we want to spend on advertising, we would say, sure. Um, 
you'd be better off investing that in content that you own that you can then distribute rather than, and, we, and I, I mean, personally, I feel that advertising is shouting at someone, whereas creating content is talking with someone mm. and engaging with someone about something that's of interest to them. And you're not just shouting to the world here with a you know, massive broad brush, you're actually writing about something that's of interest to that person and you're not wasting anybody else's time um, or, or brain matter. And again, it comes back to trust and it's authentic. It's the real person talking about the product themselves rather than someone yelling at you, telling you how good the product is. Yeah. When you're talking about relationship building, what is the challenge around using, say, a digital form like an email mm. as opposed to a phone call? Sure, sure. Um, I think the danger is that um, you can hide behind email and we know that. Um, you know, it's easy just to write an email or to send a text or to send someone a messenger kind of thing. But um, and often, you know, obviously, there's a benefit of doing that. But I think it, there's it's there's nothing beats picking up the phone and actually speaking to someone. Um, as we know, email and text, the inflection can become a massive issue. Or even someone who thinks that they're saying what they think when they say, "Yeah, no worries, I'll do that." It's like, well, wh which part of what I asked uh, asked you are you referring to? Kind of <laughs> <laughs> or I've got that. I think I, I sent an email to someone the other day. And, but there was a few different elements to it and they just wrote back, yep, got it. I'm like, so does that mean that you understood the bit that I was saying or the fact that you actually received the email and the, and the attachment kind of thing? So I think it's important. Obviously, we have to use what the, the most effective communications tools you know, that we have on hand. Yeah. But I think old school picking up the phone and talking to people and even my daughters, you know, I've got you know, a 14-year-old and I want her to, to be able to to make sure that she does that, that she does pick up the phone and that, yeah. and that she talks to that person on the bus, you know, rather than just be on her phone all the time, which she's doing really, you know. Yeah. It's a struggle, a little bit of a struggle, I think, because they, because everyone else, Dad, what yeah. are you talking about? Everyone else is on their phone, you know, why should yeah. I sit and talk to someone? So yeah. I think it's really, yeah, it's that old school, the getting back to what communication is really about. And so in that, the importance of telling a story, you know, it's sometimes that that can get a little bit, you know, if you're talking in a business context, okay, mm. business world, you need to tell a story. Mm. Sometimes there can be a bit of reluctance about that. What's your thoughts on, on how brand storytelling can add value to the bottom line? It's not product placement, you know, like advertising, I think is, you know, it could be product placement and like, you know, and yes, and let's, let's um, put the Coke there so that people can see that it's the, the, the Coke bottle. We're not talking about that. We're actually talking about actually tasting the Coke and actually drinking the Coke and and um, and chatting to them about the flavour and etc. Which you can't. What you can try and do through your 15, 30 second advertisement, but um, long form. Well, not long form. You don't want to bore them. But you know. But actually getting to the crux of uh, what the product is or what the brand is about through effective storytelling is just gold. It's mm. it's the only way that you can um, engage. I think properly mm. with someone is actually getting, um, getting sorry the, the the people behind the brand to tell the story if you can if you can get the person who created the brand or um, the family member who started it or the person that came up with the idea mm. as it comes back to them being passionate about it and it becomes very easy I know they may think and I think and that's the other thing like you said how do you convince like a client you know that they should be the person to talk about it well so, and often you know they may not necessarily be the right person to talk about it but um, it's you'll still find, you'll still get little nuggets of, you know, gold out of that person yeah. that you can then build on. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, PK. No worries. In conclusion, though, yeah. can you share with me PK's be the drop <laughs> tip? So that's your top sure. communication and connection tip. Well, I, I did, um, there is something I prepared earlier for this. Fabulous. Um, um, and it comes back to networking. And uh, when you go to a networking event, 
you'll get a you'll get a, a name tag, right? And here are some from one that we had here recently. Um, so um, you're going to be Tracy. Okay, thank and you. And I'm going to be Banpreet. And we're going to put our name tags on somewhere, yeah? Oh, I have a pocket, which oh. is unusual, so awesome. that's great. I would usually have a jacket and I would put the... I'll put it on, 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 my, on my lapel there. Yeah. And so when I go to meet you, I'll go, hi, nice to meet you. And I'll go, uh, Tracy. Yeah, no, oh, Tracy, nice to meet you, Tracy. Yep, good to meet you. Okay. And you'll, look, you'll say... Hi, good to meet you, Ben Prince. Ben exactly. <laughs> but, but the thing is, the, whole, the, the reason I'm, we're talking about it is you put it on your right-hand side. So if you put it on the right-hand side, oh. it is the, the line of sight. So, therefore, so I had it on the wrong you side. Did, you did. So if you put it on your right-hand side, then when I, even oh, if I know you, easier. Tracy, I'll go, hi, Tracy, how are you going? Good to see it's you. much they, easier. They, oh. I, and I see it really quickly. The, the, other, the other element, obviously, is, is that it's not... Um, Awkward. I'm not like trying to, you know, awkwardy, especially. I know, with, particularly yeah. for women. Yeah. They're like, you know, oh. And, and, and some ladies sometimes put it on the side like that. I know. That, well, because it goes here. there. Because I know. it's like, because you like, don't want to put the pin through. Yeah. And it just it just helps with networking like and, 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 and breaking the ice so much better. If your name tag is on the right-hand side, it means that, it means that they can see your name straight away. Yep. They may, you may say hi to me and, I, and, and expect that I know you and that I know your name, yeah. if I quickly look at it and go, oh, hi, yeah, how you going, Tracy? Yeah, good to it's see you. It's awkward when you've met someone before and you yeah. can't quite remember their That's name, it. but the name takes over. you see over. it straight away. And it's, it's just that natural line of sight also, so that when I put my hand forward, so if, if I'm standing like this and my name takes over here, yeah, you're, I can't you're, see you're, it. I'm going, yeah. yeah, hi. Exactly. It All just right. helps. So, it's, um, so put I your like name that. tag on the right-hand side. Fabulous. That, that is my tip. That is a brilliant <laughs> tip. Thank you so much. Oh, good. Great. Nice. Thanks for the op. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.